0: we Welcome back, Wildcats, to another episode of Pod, Talk, Jam, and Break here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. Today, I am someone who is always pleasantly surprised. It doesn't have to be about Survivor Nicaragua. My name is Felipe, and today I'm joined by Miss Jessica Frey. Jessica, how are you doing today?
1: Hi. <laughs> I'm doing well. And I can only say I was surprised by Survivor Nicaragua, but not really pleasantly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, so, wait, so you were not rooting for Fabio.
1: I think I was rooting for Chase and Holly, so...
0: Jessica, <laughs> but Fabio's so funny! He is, but
1: Fabio... It's fine.
0: Um, but, Jessica, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. This is I'm grateful for you to have me, especially to get my mind off of work.
0: <laughs> yes. we We haven't checked in with you about High School Musical, the musical series, since... Miss Jen was driving Nini in the snow.
1: Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> uh, so it's definitely not snowing over here. We're getting more heat attacks. <laughs>
0: Thank goodness. Well, not about the heat attacks, but I do not miss the snow. But, Jessica, what have your general Season 3 thoughts about High School Musical been this year?
1: I'm really enjoying it. It's a really good, like, feel-good show to kind of have, like, during the midweek um it's a little bit jarring not to see like the full cast so in a way sometimes i'm just like oh i miss little quips from you know big red or even like seb and so it's kind of like it's kind of interesting because i understand like not everyone is going to be going to camp that's not really realistic um it's probably not even realistic to have this many of your friends go to the same camp but yeah at this day, and it's just kind of wonder if like did they tell the actors like what I want to kind of know behind the scenes tea of it's not like you know these t- actors aren't off on Broadway or something so it's just a little bit weird but I love the just having the episode on there and I like seeing different characters shine and the new characters are really intriguing as well
0: yeah I'm really really glad to have you on uh, I want to get all your takes about this season yeah. Uh, and you're a Frozen fan, so it's perfect to have you here as well. And you love reality TV, so this is the perfect episode to have you.
1: Yeah,
0: and I did not know this was going to be what the episode was about. <laughs>
1: Teasers. That was a pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, so let's just jump around character to character. Is there a character you want to start with?
1: Um, let's start with Miss Elsa herself,
0: <laughs> Courtney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Love
0: it. So let's talk about Courtney. What are your thoughts on Courtney this year?
1: Um, I'm really happy to see her get, you know, the Elsa role, especially because I think in the first couple seasons, it's hard to believe. I think I forgot that she was kind of like the best friend. And now she is the queen Elsa. And we're really seeing kind of like a little bit of anxiety portrayed, which is really interesting, especially for someone that does seem so confident.
0: Yeah, I, I am loving Courtney this season. I think she's the star of the season for me personally. Um, I just wish they gave her a little bit more time in each episode to evolve her storyline. I feel like a lot of it has been very like just throwing it in randomly where it doesn't feel right. There hasn't been a lot of setup for it. That was my biggest frustration with episode four is like we got this moment at the end, but like we really hadn't seen any build up to that besides her not liking the woods.
1: Yeah, I think too, maybe it's the like the episodes are only 30 minutes. And so, in a way, it does kind of seem like, ooh, this is going to be really good to show like someone, a high schooler dealing with anxiety and confidence. And, you know, is she going to be able to pull this off by opening night? But it's like, it does feel a little rushed. And, you know, we only, and so I don't know if it's just a product of the time, but it's like, at least there's something in there, but I can see how it does feel. Rush and there's so much, There's a lot of things to get to.
0: But. Yeah, no, I, I very much agree. And I just wish that they gave her a little bit more time because I don't know. Uh, are you ready to move to another character? Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Ashlyn? What are your thoughts on Ashlyn this season? It's
1: so weird. Like, I love the character of Ashlyn and I was really excited to see her get the role of Belle and also come into the spotlight. I feel like this season, I don't know if they know exactly what to do with her. Like, even this episode, they cast her as, like, the one with the dark past. I like, it's not, I don't really see that. And it kind of seems like she's putting on that role of, like, yes, I can perform having a dark past. So I just, I don't really know exactly where she fits in. And maybe that's the point of her story and she's still figuring it out right now.
0: So It's just very frustrating because, unlike Courtney, I feel like she's getting a lot of screen time, but screen time that I don't think is needed when we could be focusing on Courtney like yes I think it's important to explore how someone reacts when they go from spotlight to ensemble they should have done that with Ricky if you ask me but um Ashlyn uh I really don't like what they're doing with their character and I wish they would have spent more time building Courtney's arc which actually feels like it's a realistic thing than like making Ashlyn this one-dimensional character version of herself um, I really don't like what they've done with Dash in this season. I did like her song, but I did not like her whole it feels very flanderized.
1: And I don't yeah. know what like they're trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to set up something with like her and is it Max? Or like her and the blonde chick from like the zombies movie. So I don't know if they're trying to set something up there and make some kind of like interesting like love triangle with like big red back home. But there is like some disconnect with whatever they're doing now. Like I don't, I don't know. In season two, I felt more of like her struggles this time. It does feel very like basic and like over the top, but I think there's something like brewing. I feel something, but I just, I don't know. So I just don't know where her story is going to go this season.
0: I just feel frustrated by what they've been doing with her. I feel like there's a better way to have done this. If this was the storyline they want to do, it just feels so over the top and unrealistic to the Ashton we knew in the first two seasons if that makes sense yeah. um which character do you want to talk about next
1: we go to director ej or elton john EJ.
0: talk about mr ej and what he's doing this season
1: yeah so ej is kind of like the he's kind of taken on he's the director and i'm in ai i'm glad to see more than just like the cocky like theater straight guy that gets all the roles and now he is getting a little bit of like follow up from the kind of quote redemption that we got last time It's i don't know maybe this whole season of going to camp is a way to kind of keep him on the show because i do think the show kind of wrote itself into the corner of like each is a senior so um but i would like seeing his relationship with gina I think they do they are a good match but i will say they are kind of falling into some old you know tropes of uh now gonna compete with uh, ricky so
0: yeah he's um it's it's interesting because i feel like he and ricky have this like very tense relationship all of a sudden but it's not very earned on Ricky's part. Like Ricky can be jealous, but he can't treat EJ this way, I don't think. Yeah. It's not EJ's fault that he was being an F boy in season two and lost Gina and Nini And now he's mad that she's with EJ. I it's just I'm very frustrated with Ricky at times, but then he like has good moments too. So I feel like EJ is right to be concerned, but he's also like being all over the place with Gina and uh, he needs to figure out what he wants and also needs to be a much better communicator. That's also like what happened in season one when he like stole Nini's phone because he was insecure. And it's just I I was excited to see EJ's growth as a director and like taking on more responsibilities, but he he's not handling any of his like challenges that well this season. That said, um I'm enjoying him more than I have in the past. Like I think, or no, I liked EJ in season two. He was like kind of the hero, but uh, I think I like this EJ much more than season one EJ.
1: Yeah, and I don't think they really had to make him like the spin character. I feel like they kind of just was like played for laughs. Like they they could have gotten a lot, like he's the director, like having him be like the older experience. They could have just had that be there. I don't think they needed him as spin. I feel like, and and part of me too feels like even in this episode with, oh, like, um, Ricky having, like, a crush on Gina. I feel like that's kind of, like, a really far... Like, yes, they had, like, romantic tension, but it's not like they were really together. So it's kind of, like, weird of, like, jilted X is like, yeah, it's more like a... Okay, now we're building... Bringing that back, but... Um,
0: it's just a storyline that we've seen for the whole three-season arc is this yeah. Ricky-EJ thing. It's just, like, I'm so bored by it can you find someone else to like date Ricky like I don't know I'm tired of the love triangle yeah,
1: maybe or like
0: square.
1: <laughs>
0: uh speaking of Ricky what have you thought about him this season
1: um, I'm liking him I love you know his voice is really good and I loved him in this episode you know singing the Kristoff role I think Kristoff fits him really well um I think I kind of would have liked liked to see him more just like on his own. Like he doesn't need to have being tied to someone like, you know, just kind of be a friend, be a support. Kind of like, I like his interactions with Jet. Like just be like, Hey, I was you once, you know, we're theater kids. We sing, even if that's so totally cheesy. Like I don't need to see him like pining after Gina, you know, like he dated Nene. He had his thing with the other blonde chick. I'm forgetting her name. But like, year just that summer
0: he's just by himself ricky needs to learn how to be by himself he doesn't need to date for her right now i think that's my biggest critique of ricky as a character also he needs to stop getting leads by doing nothing I'm <laughs> t- he give, give some other people the shine um speaking of leads gina who is a star i don't know this is the first episode that i was really like Gina, what are you doing? Like, you were handling everything so maturely. And then this episode, you could have just had a conversation with EJ. But I don't know. What do you think, Jess?
1: Yeah, I'm glad that she's definitely getting her spotlight. And I think, again, like, somehow like the producers, they definitely cast these shows right. Because Anna really fits her well. She has that spunk that you just, like, love to watch. She can highlight her dancing, singing. She really is a triple threat. So I'm glad that she's really getting the opportunity to shine. But it did seem like this episode, it was very, I mean, like, the whole thing was reality TV, drama, and they kind of, it's weird, they kind of put her back in the box of, like, you're going to be the catchphrase person. So, you know, they she, in a way, it's like... They made her she, Michelle she, Tanner. Yeah. Like, again, like, it really wasn't even, like, I think it was solved by the end of the episode, that whole thing, but... It wasn't even, like, a big thing that he's hiding. I think possibly, like, um, like okay, he's go- he can't help it if he's, like, he would have been going off to school anyways. It could be solved with a conversation. And she's better than that. She's confident, and that's how she even came into the show.
0: Yeah, I just wish she had the conversation with EJ as opposed to just, like, sitting in it and stewing and then, like, snapping yeah. right there. I think she had been very mature about the whole situation that was happening this season until this moment but also she's like 17 so maybe that's a little fair but i just think this isn't the gina that we've known uh in the way this happened i is also still maintaining that they should have switched gina should have been elsa and courtney should have been anna but that's neither here nor there let's talk about your boy carlos
1: (laughs) i love frankie in season three carlos yeah, of course I'm always like rooting for him. I do kind of feel him you know a little bit getting a little like petty of like I have to be the snowman again like um it is kind of unfortunate because like how many roles are there in Frozen so I feel him on that but it's also like they chose Frozen but I mean it would have been cute to see him try being Kristoff or Hans like I know he has the voice I mean in when we did Fame like god now like 10 years ago he was the lead in that which was just like the regular like theater guy <laughs> so um but and it's, kind of, it's interesting to see him be that like supportive friend to everyone and not have Seb there even though I miss having like everyone together so to ha- just to see him even have this scene with um Ricky so it's good to see that like friendship kind of like blossom and then of course like he has his uh, friendship on the show with um, Courtney, and kind of being that glue between everyone, and it just—I it also looked like he was just having so much fun this episode, like playing the Real Housewives and like giving everyone little roles. So I know that's like something that you know he likes to show, and so.
0: I I am just frustrated that they like dropped his storyline at the end of episode two, and then they like washed it away at the start of episode three, and I'm just I'm enjoying. Carlos, I feel like he's having a good time. He's there for the, for the laughs. And every time he says something funny, I laugh. I just feel like they don't really know what to do with him this season. Yeah.
1: And like, it's kind of frustrating
0: was, to yeah, see I that. Say, what because
1: was I think, be like with him like, changing the cast list? Who did he even give himself? Like?
0: We didn't even find that out, which is frustrating. Um, so I'm glad Frankie Rodriguez is getting his paycheck. But <laughs> I wish he had more to do. Uh, who have we not talked about? I mean, we can talk about the new characters, Maddox and Jet. So where do you want to start with those two?
1: Um, let's start with Jet.
0: Tell me about Jet. What do you think about him?
1: We're doing a good job of, like, making Jet very intriguing. He has an amazing voice. I think it's hilarious how his backstory was like, I learned to, uh, to sing on YouTube. I was like, this is getting very... <laughs> young like Gen Z um but i love his interactions with max and i'm really interested he really was the one with the dark past because it seems like he did a lot of dark things um and maybe he just doesn't know how to express himself and he's just had an opportunity to really show like his amazing voice so i'm i'm very intrigued to see how this plays out with him i think yeah
0: i i think my favorite thing about jet is his voice, and I don't like what we found out about Jet in this episode, but I liked Jet's energy for the show and what he's bringing, and it's different and new to the show. And I love anytime he gets to sing. Yeah. <laughs> he- uh. And then what about his sister Maddox?
1: Yeah, is Yeah, I really enjoy Maddox. I feel like, in a way, I kind of relate to her being like the one, like super excited to do like camp things and want everyone to be together. So I enjoyed that personality on the show, and I think there's going to be bigger things for her, and seeing, like, her interactions with Max, I I really felt that. So that part, they are doing a good storytelling because I'm feeling that emotion between them, the, like, conflict. Um, she was really funny doing, like, the overacting this episode of, like, oh, I have to, like, be emotional and cry. I don't want to do this. So... that that. was another
0: great uh carlos moment where he's like you have to be pining after jet who he doesn't know their siblings and that was hilarious um i so next episode is the color war and they're on the same team i feel like we're gonna get some tension with jet and maddox having to work together about something and then they'll probably lose the competition for them or we get a happy resolution and they'll win it together. But I feel like it's too soon in the season for them to have positive resolution. I think they're going to wait one more episode. But yeah. that I feel like they're going to have to work together and they won't be able to. And they'll lose the color awards for everyone. Yeah. Well, what about Val? The third newbie.
1: She's a fun character. I don't have, like, any strong feelings on her. I kept expecting her to be, like, this villain that's going to, like, take you know, EJ away, but I'm actually, pleas- that I am pleasantly surprised that she's more being their, like, support. I don't know if they're setting up something with, like, Max or and Ashlyn or what, but it does seem like she's like, I'm going to side with Gina on this one. So, in a way, I kind of like that it's not another, like, you know, romantic triangle type thing, unless they're going to, like, blow us all away, but it really does seem like she's just, she's not gonna
0: end up being a villain character maybe <laughs> she feels like she's just vibing at camp and like yeah. it's around all this drama which i can relate to right now um but yeah that's that's a uh, something to look out for and i like her addition to the show yeah uh what about uh our our camp counselor mr jason earls do we would
1: <laughs> um well, i thought jason earls had the, like the last
0: the couple episodes, episodes?
1: no i think he he wasn't in until like the first he's only in the first couple but i love seeing him back on disney channel but i'm also thinking like does disney channel have something on him like they just always go to him like we get that money but.
0: i mean he's a fun presence i like i like jason earls uh 45 year old gonna- jason earls or however he is now probably 40 um,
1: now
0: yeah uh and then we got corbin blue and his documentarian who i don't like uh but talk about corbin blue first Oh, well, is in this role?
1: <laughs> I think it's he's hilarious in this role. He, I feel like he's getting to like act out all his like fantasies of being like the like stereotypical actor. So I'm sure that it's not what he's like, at least I hope not. Um, but I'm glad that they got to have you know, a high school musical person come in. He's always a great presence. Um, so I mean, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Uh, have you ever interacted with Corbin Blue at all in your stories of like LA? I
1: don't think so, no.
0: Okay. <laughs> I was just always wondering that uh uh do you have any uh, insight onto how uh Frankie feels about the season or no? You're not that close no. as you used to be.
1: <laughs> I should reach out to him.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> Also, uh, what about uh, Miss Nini? We got a little bit about her in the first two episodes. I feel like she has to come back in the last episode. But how yeah. are you feeling about Miss I, Nini this season? I feel, like,
1: uh, I feel like, you know, they're doing the best, and she's supposed to get, like, a good send-off, but they kind of, last time we saw her, she was just in L.A. with um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, which was a fun cameo. But... They didn't say she was staying there unless I, like, don't recall correctly. So I feel like maybe she'll come to the, like, opening night performance. So, and the only thing I can think of is there's someone on the call with EJ that they were, like, I need you here. And I don't know who he could be talking to. And, like, maybe it's NeNe, like, to make some grand – Dramatic appearance. I lunch. don't
0: think it's Nini. My theory is it's probably Mr. Mazzara. That's oh, how I think yeah. it's going to end up on. I was thinking uh, it's his another one. Teacher. I was like, like I guess, because it be kind of weird. They want face. us to think it's his dad, but I think it's going to be uh, Mr. Mazzara. But maybe I'm wrong. wrong.
1: Him. Right, yeah, let's... we need more
0: Miss Jen. We need more Mr. Mazzara.
1: Yeah, I'm glad it's not going to be I was like, who's I feel like this was supposed to be dramatic, and like I don't think he'd want his dad to come here. So I was like, "Don't be needy, but a teacher probably." <laughs> like, and it I was like it could be Big Red, but that makes no sense. But like,
0: <laughs> so he's supposed to be in one episode this season, but I think he could be literally like on Facetime, like with a uh, Courtney's mom, or they go back to home after the summer camp. So that might okay. be it. Or probably to um, and-
1: come watch the show. Oh, yeah. The job
0: what have you thought of the two girls emmy and alex like do you think they're gonna have more storylines as we continue or not really
1: probably not too many bigger storylines but i like this episode when they were like they were doing their best they're so excited They're like oh i didn't tell them what was happening and they're just wanting to like be there at camp and they like they're almost like the audience of like getting pulled in
0: yeah classic carlos forgetting the story for everyone uh, and then let's talk about some of these songs uh, in terms of the ones that they've done on previous shows and movies. What have you thought of the songs? Are any of them standing out to you?
1: So I'm, I'm just really happy that they're doing songs from the Broadway show. I feel like typically in movies or TV, if they do a musical, it's like, Oh, especially Disney ones, we're going to do like the Disney version songs, but um i haven't got to see frozen on broadway i think i thought i was gonna go back to new york and i never did but and then it closed but i know that those songs aren't in the movie so i'm glad they're actually doing the broadway version and to get those songs like shown to the public i think is really awesome like the songs they did yeah, and this, this last
0: episode they did a little bit of you and what do you know about love
1: yeah from the broadway exactly show and it's cool they gave like one of the songs to the girls too because they're like young talents like it doesn't have to be
0: yeah, that was something that I noticed, too. I was like, I'm glad they actually gave this to them instead of focusing on, like, the current cast members. Like, give it to the, like, the up-and-comers. Like, give them a chance to, like, show what they have. And, like, yeah. just sprinkle in a couple moments throughout the season where, like, you hire these young talents and, like, give them a little bit of something so they can put it on the reel.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then what about the original songs? We've gotten Nini's original song, uh, You Never Know. We got Right Place by Jet. We got, um we got finally free from Ricky balance from Gino rising from Ashlyn. And then we got the two camp songs that were not that great, but um, what, what have you thought of the original songs this year?
1: Yeah. They're doing really good to like sprinkle in the original songs. It seems like anytime we go to the barn, they're like, someone's going to do a dramatic melody on the piano. So I mean, it, it's a little bit like stereotypical, but they're great songs probably like because they're written for these particular moments, but I can't complain. Like, I'm not the best at being like, oh yes, this sounds like good. It's like it fits. I like how it sounds. If I like were to put them on Spotify, I could be singing along. Um, definitely not as well, but it's
0: yeah. good. Uh, do you have a favorite one?
1: Probably Ashlyn's or the one from this episode.
0: Okay, nice. Now, I- Jessica, do you want to get into our segments that we usually have?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: So, like I ask all my guests, I want to get your MVP for the season and your LVP for the season. So, uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the LVP and then positively?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess I could do LVP.
0: Yeah, so who's your least valuable character this season?
1: Um, I feel like I'd probably, I hate to do it, but it would probably be Ashlyn. Just because, like, I don't know how, where her characters are going. And I don't want to totally give it to one of the new people because... It seems like they do have some story. I feel bad because Ashton's a great character, but yeah, I just Ashton don't know. Ashton
0: was it. a great character, but this season is frustrating me. So it's very valid, Jessica. Like I think they <laughs> set up Ashton to be this incredible character in the first two seasons, and this just feels like very out of left field. Uh, this character yeah. uh, digression—is that the word? Then yeah. like like regression, character regression. Um, but what about what about in terms of MVPs, Miss Jessica Frey? Or who's your LVP? Oh, so I gave my LVP for this episode in particular to Maddox because I didn't like the way she kind of called Ashlyn out for potentially liking Val in front of everyone. It felt kind of icky, but Ashlyn was about to get my LVP until Maddox did that. But Ashlyn has been kind of like the LVP for me this season. So I am glad you gave it to her here. Um, What about your MVP? Or I can go first for an MVP if you want. So um, for this episode, I gave it to Ricky just because I felt like past Ricky would have like stepped in it and like tried to overstep his boundaries with Gina in that moment. But uh, there we sat, we saw him actually like be a little reserved and not like explicitly tell Gina that he likes her and like step in it in that moment. So I think that was growth from Ricky. So I was proud of him. But in terms of the season, Courtney's been my MVP all season. But what about you?
1: Um, yeah, I think, i'm gonna give it to courtney i think for like this season like she's taking on like the queen moniker and they're trying to give her more depth and then even this episode showing her talk to the kids of like they didn't want to do it anymore and it seems like she got them back on the right footing so i think that you know i i like that so we'll give it to let her have her time
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah courtney's a queen now, Jessica, I want to know about your favorite Frozen song and what your favorite, who your favorite Frozen character is. If you need a moment to think, I can ramble.
1: <laughs> so, my favorite Frozen character is Anna. Um, I think just from watching Frozen in the beginning, I related to Anna's like quirkiness, how she wasn't always like the perfect princess, like waking up with her hair all crazy, and then being a big Once Upon a Time fan. When they brought in um, Anna and Elsa there, I loved. That storyline, especially seeing Cappy from Greek as Kristoff and Anna, they were like Anna was the perfect like um, one of the perfect castings. So besides Gina, of course. So I related to that character. She's my favorite. As for song,
0: and you love um, Kristen Bell also, so it's perfect.
1: Um, As for song, I'd probably have to do "Love with an Open Door."
0: Love it! Oh my god, I was bopping to that Friday afternoon. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Yeah, that was I great taste. Great taste, Jessica. Um, Yeah, so that's about it. All the questions I have. Do you have any discussion points that you wanted to hit on that we didn't?
1: Uh, I think we hit most of the big things. Um, Yeah. Do you think we're going to be at camp the rest of the season or are we going to ever go back and have like a little mini time jump?
0: I think we're going to stay at camp for the rest of the season until maybe the last five minutes of the last episode. They might go back to Salt Lake and see, we get seven big red in that moment if needed. But And then I think we'll have also one more moment with Nini in Los Angeles. But um, I think the most of the season will be at camp. Um, and then I feel like they'll, season four will be like, they'll be thinking about the documentary and then it'll air at the end of season four. I don't think they'll see the documentary in season three.
1: Ooh, maybe. I didn't even think about that. They could pull like an office. I mean, which is kind of interesting. The whole thing is a documentary. And now there's like a documentary within the documentary, so I, I always it made my it. brain
0: hurt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think I know that? I think we're supposed to see like JoJo on an episode. Do you have an idea of like what her role is gonna be?
0: Well, I, so I know what her role is. Uh, do you want me to tell you or no? You can tell me. She's Madison, the woman that Maddox is seeing oh. or like liked. That's that's her role. Um,
1: okay. So. I that she would do to herself and then I saw like something about that I didn't know for sure so I was like okay interesting yeah I'm
0: glad she's playing a character and I'm glad that they're not using her so much yet maybe they'll use her a lot in the last three episodes but I'm glad that like when you have like big names like Corbin Blue and Jason Earls and Jojo Siwa on your cast to see, and Jesse Tyler Ferguson I'm glad that they're letting the actual cast of the show shine instead of making it yeah. all about them right <laughs> and that's why I really like that Luca- Lucas Grabial flashback uh, in season one, because that was like okay, they had the cameo, but they didn't really do anything with him. Uh, same with Casey Strode, who Ricky hugged.
1: I hope that Maddox and Nini, ne- if they if they get to like one interaction, that would only that would make me happy. As a new girl fan, because I know they're both in an episode like, together.
0: Episode.
1: Yeah, so that when Nini's on New Girl as like was it in
0: season one?
1: Um, I think it was like.
0: Is it the handbell episode or no? No, no,
1: it's like a later one, and like they're fans of um, Nick's like book, and I saw a clip, and like Maddox and Nini were there. I was like, oh my god!
0: Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. I didn't actually realize that they were both in it because I had heard I know, that yeah. like Olivia Rodrigo was in an episode, but I didn't remember which episode. So yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. Jessica Frey where can people keep up with you and do you have a pop culture plug
1: like Um, something that
0: you're watching or consuming that you want people to check out
1: yeah so I'm just on Instagram and Twitter at Jessica in Frey really easy just my name and my middle initial um I guess for as a pop culture plug I mean if you want like messy drama like you know that's Similar to the real campers of Shallow Lake, I've started watching *Selling O.C.*, so it's always messy. (laughs)
0: That works for you because you're from the O.C.
1: Oh yeah, that's where I live and work. Yeah, that's where
0: you. Right now, you're from the O.C., but like you're originally from the Bay Area. Yeah,
1: and I actually, um, my work's not as close, but it was. Like, I would go to lunch, and I was like, "Oh, the Oppenheimer Group." So I saw them setting up. So kind of spoiled my own myself. (laughs) I'm like, "Oh, coming to the O.C."
0: Oh no, um. Anyways, uh Jessica, are you watching She-Hulk?
1: I probably should, but I haven't been. To are you start. a
0: Marvel person?
1: Sometimes like I'm I'm a very casual.
0: Okay. I think this is one that you would enjoy because it's a it's a comedy about a lawyer. So I'm like, yeah. maybe like wait a couple episodes and then binge it or something. Okay, that would yeah. be your take. But yeah, I, I just wanted to ask you that. Uh so you can follow me at what the fleep on all social media. Brazil Dragon Pod is where it's more important to follow, boost those numbers. It would mean a lot to me if you would all rate, review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars, write a review. Um, It means a lot to me if you do that. Uh, In terms of my pop culture plug, uh, I was going to say Jessica Frey is my pop culture plug, but uh, she's an icon. Uh, Let me try to think of something. that uh, There's this uh, Netflix show called Uncoupled that I watched a couple weeks ago, and I don't know. It popped up in my head again, so watch that. Also, uh, listen to Rihanna. That's another pop culture. Do we have a hashtag, Jess? Um, Hashtag Nini and Maddox.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Hashtag Nini and Maddox. Maddox.
1: Um,
0: And then until next time, we'll be back with another recap later this week and maybe another check-in. Jessica, thank you so much for joining me. It means a lot that you did this. And I can't wait to talk to you next season and hear your thoughts again and everything. (laughs) Uh, And also, we need to speak offline about when we're going to hang out. But until next time, everyone, hashtag NeNe or Maddox, get your head in the game.
1: (laughs) Hans is not a stranger. Okay, so what's his last name? Of
0: the Southern Isles. Hmm. Of foot size? Foot size doesn't matter. But knowing a man before you marry him... uh it kind of does. You've got opinions on my life and my relations. But let me tell you what. OK, enlighten me. Love is the one thing that has zero complications. And I can trust my gut. OK, you've me. Some people know their hearts. True love starts Some people read a lot of books I like books Some people simply know When true love says hello Some folks are taken in by princely Lee looks Oh so what, what do you know About love What do you Know about love? love All I'm saying Is when you go to climb a mountain You don't just Jump to the top True love, you can. The scaling is cramming and too many steps for counting. And the work doesn't stop. Maybe for you. Love's not an easy climb. You have to take your time. We get a whole life, that's the plan. That's not a plan. Love's not a thing you get. It's work and tears and sweat. So says the sweaty, smelly mountain man. Oh. About love. What do you know, you know about, about anything, anything, anything? Anyone with half a brain would've worn some winter gear. Anyone with half a life would have one friend who's not a deer. I do! Any fool who jumps headlong so is gonna bang their head. Any fool who doesn't jump right now is probably gonna end up dead. like i said so, so what do, do you know about love wow you're
1: really strong
0: what, what do you know, know about love i lift a lot of ice at, at least, least we know one thing this trip should be interesting what do